It's the start of early voting in Ohio today, and there are early indications that turnout may be record-breaking. I'm managing editor Justin Mitchell, and with us today is the person whose job it is to make sure your votes are counted fairly and accurately, Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Thank you for being with us, Secretary. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, it's exciting. This is the beginning of election month in Ohio. Of course, uh, voting will happen on election day, November 3rd, but today is the beginning of election month, and you're right, there's enthusiasm all over the state, and we're seeing that there in the Valley and really at every county board of elections. We, you mentioned every board of elections. We saw lines outside the building in Mahoning County today. We're hearing reports of similar lines in other places around the state. Are you surprised by the early surge and what do you think it means? No, we're not surprised. We know that Ohioans are eager to make their voice heard and they know and trust that this is a, uh, an accurate and honest process that they're taking, uh, taking part in. We saw uh, and have been seeing record numbers of uh, absentee ballot requests. Over 2 million Ohioans have requested their ballot because a lot of Ohioans know that's a great way to vote as well. And then uh, again, no surprise to see that people are wanting to uh, be part of early voting beginning today. And by the way, you can get those uh, those hours for early voting right there on our website, voteohio.gov, because it'll continue uh, for 216 hours all the way up until November 2nd. Now, given that enthusiasm and the sheer number of votes expected to be cast, take me through that process of getting them all counted and making sure that uh, that it happens efficiently. So on election night, of course, the boards of elections, once the polls are closed at 7.30, begin the count. Oftentimes, the very first ballots counted are those absentee ballots that have come in. Here in Ohio, unlike some other states, we can begin processing those immediately. So really starting today, tomorrow, as they're coming into your boards of elections, the board can certify that they can go through it and check to make sure that the information is accurate on there. The identification checks out. They can verify the signatures. They can get those ballots ready to count. They can even run them through the scanner. And so right at 730 on election night, those absentee ballots get counted. The early vote ballots get counted. And then, of course, those bipartisan teams of elections officials are bringing uh, their materials materials back from their polling locations and uh, bringing those to the Board of Elections to be counted as well. But it's important to point this out, Justin, the election night total is always an unofficial result. It's never the final number. It's always just the ballots that have come in so far, because as you know, in Ohio, we can receive ballots up to 10 days after the election. As long as they're postmarked by Monday, November 2nd, they can continue to arrive at the Board of Elections for 10 days. So that election night result is uh, is important. People love to know that. But the real final certified result comes weeks later. Now, now that's true every election, but because there are so many uh, mail-in votes expected this time around, what should people be looking for on election night? For instance, that election night total, whatever it is, is it likely to change in Ohio or because we can process them, is it fairly solid? Well, of course, the election night total is only one thing. And of course, that will change when weeks later, we've had the opportunity to receive the absentee ballots that have come in uh, over those 10 days after the election. And we've had the chance to resolve the provisional votes that have been uh, cast. And so, of course, the number will change. The number on election night is just where we are so far. The final certified result is the one that matters. But here's something that Ohioans should watch for. And this is where we've changed the way that election night reporting works in Ohio. By the way, it's getting attention around the nation because other states are wanting to emulate what we've done. And that is to highlight the number of outstanding absentee ballots. It's a knowable number. On election night, we'll report how many votes each of the various candidates get, got on all levels of the of, of the ticket. But uh, of course, we're also now going to report the number of outstanding absentee ballots. The board keeps meticulous track of how many ballots go out. 
They know how many ballots have come back in and from who, uh, and, and they know exactly what that number is of outstanding absentee ballots. And so that's something that we're going to highlight right there on our election night reporting website. Here's why that matters. Imagine this hypothetical scenario. Your favorite candidate for, let's say, president is ahead by a million votes on election night. There are 200,000 outstanding absentees. Well, you can look at that and know that it's a conclusive result on election night, and you can pretty well tell uh, that, that, that your candidate is going to be the winner. But uh, the flip side of that, if your favorite candidate's ahead by 100,000 votes on election night and there are yet 200,000 outstanding absentee ballots, well, then just as a simple matter of math, you can look at that and say, this result is not yet conclusive. You can't declare a victory in a race like that in Ohio. And so it's important for voters to have that information and just to be fully informed. So do you have any anticipation when you think we will know who won Ohio, if you think that will is it is likely to be election night or do you think there might be something like way more outstanding absentee ballots to determine it still? Well, that'll be up to the voters of Ohio. Uh, if it's a wide margin uh, that separates uh, the, the, the candidates, then, uh, then, then uh, you know, then that'll be probably a conclusive result. If it's a really tight race, then it may not be. What we're going to do is make sure that Ohioans are empowered and journalists like yourself are empowered with accurate information about what, uh, you know, about the, the tally of votes here in Ohio. Now, yesterday you issued a directive allowing multiple drop boxes for absentee ballots, but you did restrict that they can only be located at the county boards of elections. In the past, you've said many times you support multiple drop boxes as long as the law allows. So my question is, now that the courts have ruled that they are allowed, why, why the restriction that they be at the boards of elections only, and doesn't that sort of defeat the purpose of the multiple drop boxes? Well, the time for, for changing the way that things are run as it relates to Ohio's elections have passed. That, that's something that should have been done through the General Assembly. If people wanted to change the scenarios for how secure receptacles work uh, throughout the counties, then that should have been a change that's made in Ohio law. What we're not doing now that early voting has begun and Ohioans are casting their ballots at, at early voting sites and as well as through absentee voting is to change the scenario. Here are the facts. Ohioans know that it's easy to vote absentee. Ohioans know that when you return an absentee ballot, the way that you do that is to send it in by mail. That's a trustworthy process. By the way, we've worked with the U.S. Postal Service to make sure that that is a trustworthy process. For example, instituting changes like making sure that all elections mail is handled like first class mail, to make sure that, uh, that they go through their sorting facilities on a daily basis, which they've made the commitment to do, and make sure that no elections-related mail is, uh, is stuck in the process somewhere. Uh, even to establish relationships between the local postmaster and the local elections officials to exchange phone numbers and get to know one another and, and make sure uh, that they're ready to resolve anything that comes up. And even keeping uh, that sorting in Ohio were applicable. In some places, they were shipping mail to other states to be sorted in Ohio. Uh, and now they're going to keep that in Ohio to make sure to speed up the process. So Ohioans know when you return your absentee ballot, the easiest way to do it is to send it by mail. And by the way, you can track it. You can just go to voteohio.gov and make sure that your board of elections received it. But if you're part of that small number that really wants to take it to the board of elections, we work to make that convenient as well. And here's what the law says in Ohio, that the voter may return their ballot directly to the director of the Board of Elections, or they can have a family member return their ballot to the director of the Board of Elections. So if you're one of those Ohioans that wants to bring it down to the Board of Elections, we're working to make that easier than it's ever been before. And here are the facts. 
every county in Ohio now has a secure 24-7 receptacle available for those that want to drop off their ballot at the Board of Elections. That's never been the case in a general election in Ohio's history. And so we're just working to make voting as easy as it can be in Ohio, but also following the law and not creating uh, last minute changes that only confuse voters. No, but what if the local boards of elections, because we've talked to several elections officials and some say, yeah, it'd be unwieldy where we wouldn't even if, uh, you know, even if the directive said we could put them all over the county, we wouldn't do it. But others have said, you know, we have the manpower, we'd like to do it. So given that the courts have ruled that the law says they can, why restrict them if they think that they can do it? Because it's not the time to try new things. It's just simply, you know, when you're running an election, Uh, The last thing you want to do is create uncertainty and chaos, particularly uh, in the final days leading up to an election. Listen, this is a this is a distraction that's been created by uh, by a few folks. Uh, This is not something that Ohioans should be worried about. We know that it's easy to vote in Ohio. You've got absentee voting. You've got early voting. You've got Election Day voting. Ohioans know that it's a trustworthy process. This is something that would be a great topic to take up next year in the General Assembly. In fact, I've already had conversations with the Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate. I think this is a fine topic to debate in the state legislature and look at expanding this maybe in Ohio if the state legislature wants to do that. But doing that hours or days or even weeks before a presidential election begins in Ohio is just a bad idea. Sure. I mean, and and, and given it, it is probably a small number of people But we are in a unique year where we're in a pandemic and there is rhetoric about mail-in voting. You know, just as an example, Sebring, Ohio is in Mahoning County, but it's also a 41 minute drive from downtown Youngstown where the Board of Elections is. So let's say you've got a voter there. They're concerned about in-person voting because of the virus. They're largely staying at home. But they also hear claims from people as high up as the President of the United States or the Attorney General claiming that mail-in voting is not secure. So doesn't this run the risk of potentially disenfranchising those voters who are listening to scientists and politicians. Absolutely not. For that voter in Sebring, Ohio, it may be a 41-minute drive to the Board of Elections, but it's probably a 41-second walk to their mailbox. And that's really the way that they should return their absentee ballot. And one of my jobs, and one of the things that I'm actively doing is pushing back on some of these narratives out there that are spread uh, by all different folks, uh, causing people to distrust our elections. You can trust elections in Ohio. It's a secure process. Voting by mail is a great way to vote. We've done it in Ohio for close to 20 years. It's nothing new. And by the way, that voter, if they want to, can track their ballot by going to voteohio.gov and making sure that it's received by their county board of elections. And here's another thing to take into account. Uh, if If you feel safe going to the grocery store, you should feel safe coming to your polling location. We've instituted a 61 point checklist with every county board of elections. This was developed by the CDC and the Ohio Department of Health to create that safe and healthy environment, both for voters and for poll workers. And so any voter that feels comfortable going to the, again, to the grocery store should feel comfortable coming to their polling place as well. If that's not an option for you, then absentee voting is a great way to go. And uh, mailing that absentee ballot in is really the right course of action. Again, if you don't want to do that, of course, you can come to the Board of Elections. That's what the law allows. We're not looking to change the way that we run elections in Ohio at the last minute. Again, all that would do is create confusion for voters. And that's a bad idea. So how much of a challenge is it with this narrative? Because we do hear, I mean, I mean, mean, the president has tweeted as recently as within the past week that mail-in voting, I mean, he's, he's called it a fraud and he said that it is not safe and secure. Now, here you are in charge of an election and you know how it works, but, but is it frustrating or is it a challenge to convince voters to quite frankly disregard what they hear from the president and the attorney general? 
You know, what Ohioans need to know is that it is safe and secure to vote absentee in Ohio. Uh, the president has to worry about all 50 states. I'm focused on Ohio. Here in this state, we know that both Republicans and Democrats have trusted absentee voting for a long time. It's nothing new. It's not something that we just brought about because of the pandemic. For close to two decades, Ohioans have been voting absentee and in large numbers by both Republicans and Democrats. Here's what Ohioans know as well. They know that you have to prove your identity when you cast a ballot. Uh, you have to prove your identity when you request your ballot, and you have to prove it again when you mail it in. That, that, that means that there's signature verification that's done with every absentee ballot. That means that the voter has to prove their identity using a number such as your uh, last four of your Social Security number or your state driver's license number. And that's just before you even request the ballot again when you mail it back in. Ohioans know that we maintain accurate voter rolls. This, I don't apologize for removing deceased people from the voter rolls. We work hard to make sure that our voter rolls are accurate and up to date. Ohioans know that we don't allow ballot harvesting. This is a, a process that has led to concerns in other states. In fact, even a felony prosecution in the state of North Carolina back in 2016. So Ohioans know that voting absentee, voting by mail is trustworthy. And I think that they're going to block out all the noise and partisan rhetoric out there. And they understand the facts. You think Ohio is a swing state this time around? I think Ohio makes candidates earn it. We don't give away our votes easily. We make a candidate come and make their case. And that's at all levels, by the way, not just the presidential race. Sure. Uh, I think that Ohioans are going to make their uh, make their voices heard after the candidates have made their case. And that's exactly what we do every election. But you can definitively say that in the event that Ohio is a deciding vote, that this is potentially the deciding state in a close election, that Ohioans can count on the integrity of Ohio's vote. 100%. 100%. Ohioans know that that, uh, that we run accurate and honest elections in this state, more accurate and honest than, than, probably than, than any time in history. Uh, it, it's, it's easy to vote in Ohio, and the results really are the true reflection of the will of the people of Ohio, period. Secretary Frank LaRose, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Justin.